Coming up on today's federal newscast. While most federal employees are just now getting retroactive pay from the 2019 pay raise, the House will be taking up the matter of a 2020 pay bump. Federal retirees could receive more money automatically every year if two legislators get their way. And one congressman wants agencies to get more money to update old technology. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Nearly all federal employees have received the 2019 retroactive pay raise. The Office of Personnel Management says less than 1% of federal employees have not gotten the retroactive raise yet. Many of those employees are at the IRS, but the agency told the National Treasury Employees Union it recently finished making manual updates needed to process retroactive payments. The last adjustments for IRS employees will be paid on June 29th. Members of Congress are supposed to weigh in on the 2020 federal pay raise this week before the July 4th recess. The House Rules Committee is marking up the 2020 Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Bill. House appropriators have already cleared a 3.1% pay raise for civilian federal employees next year. The Senate has yet to make its own pay proposal. Federal retirees could receive their largest cost-of-living increases in almost a decade. Congressman Elliot Engel and Senator Sheldon Whitehouse introduced companion bills to guarantee every senior a Social Security cost-of-living adjustment with an annual floor of no less than 3%. The bill would also update the formula that the government uses to determine the COLA from the Consumer Price Index to the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly. This is the 10th year that Engel has introduced the bill. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board will realign its life cycle funds near the end of 2020. The board approved a plan back in 2017 to start offering life cycle funds in five-year increments as opposed to the current 10. The FRTIB says the changes will reflect funds that more closely align with their participants' anticipated retirement dates. The TSP currently offers L2030, L2040, and L2050 funds. The funds next year will include L2025, L2035, L2045, and similar options. Congressman Jerry Connolly wants to give the government-wide effort to modernize legacy technology a boost. He introduced an amendment to the Fiscal 2020 Financial Services and General Government Spending Bill, which would add $15 million to the Technology Modernization Fund. The House Appropriations Committee approved $35 million for the TMF. Connolly's amendment would push it to $50 million, which is still well below the administration's request of $150 million. The full House is expected to vote on the bill later today. There hasn't been a permanent director of the government publishing office in two years, and it doesn't look like one will be appointed anytime soon. The White House withdrew the nomination of House Administration Committee staff member Robert DiPella. He served as the head of GPO under the George W. Bush and Obama administrations. President Donald Trump submitted to Pella's nomination last June, but the Senate never scheduled a confirmation hearing. With Army Secretary Mark Esper also serving as Acting Defense Secretary, the Army is rearranging positions to fill his role. Army Undersecretary Ryan McCarthy will assume additional responsibilities as a senior official performing the duties of the Army Secretary. Additionally, Army General Counsel Jim McPherson will take on the responsibilities of the service undersecretary. 
Is the Defense Department starting to make progress on its security clearance backlog? Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Defense Department renames its security clearance agency as part of an overall takeover of the background investigation process. The Defense Security Service is now the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, or DCSA. The agency will be headed by Acting Director Charlie Phelan starting July 1st. The new agency will take over the National Background Investigations Bureau on October 1st. A senior DOD official says DCSA plans to bring down the security clearance backlog to 300,000 by the end of fiscal 2020. The current backlog stands at 400,000. I'm Scott Massioni. Less than a year out from the 2020 population count, the Census Bureau's cloud-based IT systems remain vulnerable. The Commerce Department's Office of Inspector General has found in the rush to get everything ready for a test in April of 2018, the Bureau failed to secure the most privileged user accounts for each of its cloud environments. The Census Bureau has agreed with the IG's recommendations and said it has a fix in place for its cloud vulnerabilities. It's official. Agencies are now cloud smart, not cloud first. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Application rationalization takes center stage in the final cloud smart strategy the Office of Management and Budget released yesterday. It's the one major change since OMB issued the draft document nine months ago. OMB told agencies that rationalizing the number of applications will let them more easily improve service delivery and save money. Overall, CloudSmart continues to focus on three pillars to move IT modernization forward, security, procurement, and the workforce. Federal CIO Suzette Kent says the strategy tries to address historic barriers that stopped agencies from moving to the cloud. I'm Jason Miller. Despite a grim financial forecast for the Postal Service, it did not meet its goal to limit overtime hours for employees. The agency's inspector general says USPS spent more than a billion dollars on overtime in fiscal 2018. That's $358 million above its target for the year. Postmaster General Megan Brennan recently told Congress the Postal Service will run out of cash by 2024 if there's no legislation to reshape its business model. The Harriet Tubman $20 bill may yet see the light of day. Federal News Network's Tom Temin reports. The Treasury Inspector General promises to look into why and how the rollout of a new 20 still isn't scheduled. Treasury originally planned to release the bill, bearing a picture of abolitionist Harriet Tubman, next year. To coincide with passage of the 19th Amendment, which gave women the right to vote. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said the Tubman bill was delayed, while Treasury redesigns the $10 and $50 bills for better security. I'm Tom Tammon. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 